So, thank you for being here and hanging out with us today. My name's Doug, and I'm one of the pastors, and, and, and there's a question that I've been thinking about, and, I, and I'm sure that you've been thinking about it, too. Uh, it, it's a question that, that you probably get asked a bunch by, by different people in your life, and, and that question is this, what do you want for Christmas? What do you want for Christmas? I mean, everybody's asking, what, what do you want for Christmas? What do you want? I got cousins asking me for that. I've got, uh, uh, my wife is asking me for those things. I've got people, uh, other people around me that, I got friends, hey man, I really want to get you something for Christmas. What do you really want? Uh, and so it just, the list goes on and on. And so conversely, I'm creating a list. And so I'm sure you are too. You're going in your mind, man, what is it I want? What is it I need? What is it I want? And, and we create these lists. And so um, my kids are grown up. Uh, my daughter's 27. My son's 30. So, so we still get lists. No, no joke. We still get lists. Um, but uh, if they were kids, I did a little research, went on the internet, did a little research, and I found out your kid might be asking you uh, for something like this. Maybe this is on their list. Uh, a uh, interactive toy digital pet and case with 15 animals. That seems to be a pretty hot item. Nintendo Pokemon Go Plus. Um, and <laughs> Pokemon's been around a while. Uh, robot Dog. Uh, they might want the Lego Technique uh, Lamborghini. They might want the Nokia T10 tablet with the kids cover. Or the Amazon Echo Show 5 third generation for kids. Or maybe if they are on the uh, active side, they're going to want the Nerf Pro Gel Fire Mythic Blaster. What an awesome toy. I think I might want that one too. You know, that might be on the list. I don't know. And, and maybe as a, a student or as an adult, maybe these things are on your list. Maybe you want the iPhone 15 Titanium. I don't know. Maybe you, you're ready for that. You want the new Apple Watch Series 9. You want, uh, maybe it's a, maybe you want a new a 23 MacBook Pro or MacBook Air or the, the MacBook Mini with the M2 chip. Maybe that's what you really want. Right? I mean, we get these lists and we put on the list and these are the things that we want. You know, I actually heard somebody say they wanted a new car. And one guy said, I really want a new motorcycle. <laughs> the list goes on and on and we put on it. And I just wonder, I've been, hang with me just for a minute. I've been thinking about this list thing. As I've been working on this sermon. And I wonder if we could put something like this on the list. I wonder if we could put something that went to the extent that, man, here's what I want for people around me. This is what I want. I want people to be patient with me. I want people to be trusting of me. I want people, to, our community, in, in, in light of uh, all that goes on and, and all the adversity and all the, the struggles and everybody's got an opinion, man, I, I, it'd be great if we all were humble. I'd put that on my list. If we all were civil. I'd definitely put that on my list. That we could all live in selflessness. I put that on my list. How about 
good-humored and easygoing. Man, that'd be pretty great. Pretty laid back. Forgiving and, and not remembering. Forgiving and forgetting. Man, that, wouldn't that be really cool? Wouldn't it be great if, if we all never gave up on each other? Wouldn't, wouldn't that be great if we all never gave up, if we all always believed in each other, if we always had uh, hope for the best for each other, if we were always there for each other? Man. So you called us in week two of a series entitled Wish List. And, and we're t- talking in this series uh, about our list and, and the list that come and go. And sometimes we, we, when we evaluate what we want for Christmas, we, uh, we often ask for what I call fleeting desires. Or we ask for something that's for, that we think is for enduring fulfillment. Let me, let me try to define it this way. When I was, um, when I was a kid... I watched this television show called Davy, uh, Daniel Boone. Excuse me. It was a television show called Davy Bump, uh, Daniel Boone. And I watched it, and he had a musket, a flint rock musket. And, man, that was awesome. And, and, I, and I kept saying, this is what I want for Christmas. This is, is going to be the bomb diggity. This is going to be the best of the best. And that Christmas, sure enough, I got this musket. You, you could actually put a cap in it, and, 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 and it would pow. It was great. It was great. And six months later, it was broke. And I was off doing something else. And what I thought was really the bomb diggity just kind of went away. I mean, I don't know what it is. Whatever you buy and you think, man, this is great. And, and, and it maybe it's six months, maybe it's 12 months. But somewhere along the line, here's what happens to all these gifts. They either break or uh, we like them and then we sit them on the shelf. And then from the shelf, they make it into a box. It gets into the closet or in the garage. And then ultimately, 10 years later, we're either taking it to Goodwill or we're putting it in a yard sale. Because we thought it was going to bring us enduring fulfillment, and it didn't. And so in this series, we're really trying to delve into a wish list that has enduring fulfillment. Last week, Pastor Brad talked about hope. And if you missed that, I encourage you to go back uh, and watch that um, right there. uh, If you're on our YouTube channel, wherever you're at, you can go find that and you can go see that. But here's the deal. He talked about hope. Today, I want to talk about something that, that should be on everybody's list. It's on mine. And I think it should be on all of our list, whether we think so or not. And that is this idea of love. And I'm gonna, I'm gonna, here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to tell you what I'm going to talk about. I'm going to talk about love. And I'm going to talk about three parts of three aspects of love. And so let's just, let's just go ahead and jump in and get started. God's love for us. We're going to talk about God's love for us. And, and uh, if, you're, if you're sitting at your desk uh, or if you're sitting there on your couch and, 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 and watching this, man, you could actually open up, you could go get a Bible if you had one, open up to uh, 1 John chapter 4. We're going to be in there the whole time. If you're watching this on a big screen and you got your phone, you can simply turn there as well. But we're going to be in 1 John chapter 4. And, but we're going to talk about God's love for us. And so 1 John chapter 4, we're going to pick up in the latter part of verse 8. And it goes like this. For God is love. It started, it, it, God is love. 
I mean, 1 John 4, 7 and 8, uh, Beloved, let us love one another, uh, for love is of God, and everyone that loveth is born of God and knoweth God. He that loveth not knoweth not God, for God is love. 1 John 4, 7 and 8. There's a little old school thing there, but God is love. Period. Man, God is love. Starts right there. God's love. God showed how much he loved us by sending his one and only son into the world so that we might have eternal life through him. When we think about love for Christmas on our wish list, this is a thought that needs to permeate every aspect of who we are as we face life because life, I don't need to tell you that life gets ugly. Maybe you're, maybe you got cancer. Maybe you're, you're, you're a, a parent or a cousin or somebody close friends got cancer. Or somebody just lost their job. Or maybe you're sitting there watching your, your, your retirement go up and down. Or, or maybe you're trying to figure out how to make a house payment. Or maybe your power is going about to be turned off. I mean, the, the things that we face, the burdens that we carry, and, and we... If we realize that God loved us, if we stopped in the midst of every circumstance and said, hey, no matter what's taking place, I know God loves me. And here's how. God loved me by sending his one and only son. That's what we're celebrating at Christmas. The, the God ushering in his love to us. And he sent his one and only son. He sent Jesus to be a baby. And we, we, know, that, we know the story is born in a manger. And, 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 and we know that and we celebrate that. But let's celebrate the love because it's, it's God showing his love so that what? We could have eternal life. Life in the here and now and the life in the hereafter. We can have a full and meaningful life in the here and now and we get eternal life. And that's why he sent Jesus. He said, and, and as we continue to read, this is real love. This is real. This is, this is real, tangible love. Not that we love God, but that he loved us and sent his son as a sacrifice to take away our sins. Again, reinforcing the idea, well, how do I know if God loves me? Because, man, it certainly doesn't look like it. Okay? Let's just say it. Certainly doesn't look like it. I don't, I don't feel his love. Can't help how I feel, but I can certainly change the way I think. And it can't help what I see, but I can certainly change the way I think. God loved us, and He sent His Son, and He sent His Son to do something very specific. Not just to be born in a manger, not, not so we have this uh, month long or, or however long you, you celebrate Christmas event, but He sent His Son as a sacrifice to take away our sins. That's right. Jesus died because we have a sin problem. We have a problem with sin. And, and, and sin separates us from God. It keeps us away. Originally, we were with God because God loved us. And the problem is, originally, we chose to turn our backs against God. And here's what happened. God said, I'm going to fix your problem. And he loved us so much, he sent Jesus. And Jesus was sacrificed. He died on a cross so that our sins could be taken away from us, so that we could be put back into relationship with God. Being in a relationship with God in the here and now is a full and meaningful life, and in the hereafter is eternal life. That's why, and that's how, and that's what God's love looks like. So as we, as we think about, about God's love for us, we also need to think about our love for each other. 
our love for other people and how that impacts us day in and day out. Dear friends, we're continuing in John chapter, uh, 1 John chapter 4. Dear friends, since God loved us that much, how much did He love us? He loved us enough to send His Son Jesus to die for us so that we could be in relationship with Him. That's how much He loved us. We surely ought to love one another. We surely ought to love one another. Wow. Dear friends, since God loved us that much, how much did He love us? Let me tell you how much He loved us. There's a passage in Romans, chapter 5, verse 8, it goes like this. But God demonstrates, He shows His own love towards us in that while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. All right, and we, and we just blow through that, sinners. But let me say it this way. God demonstrates His love towards us in that while we didn't give a rip about God, while we thumbed God, while we were skeptical of God, while we doubted God, while we uh, had no thoughts about God, while we turned our backs on God, while we didn't want God, while, God dis while we despised God, He sent His Son Jesus for us. Yeah, let's put it in those kinds of terms. See, that's real love. Right? I mean, we're the people, if we're driving down the road, we're the people cutting God off down, going down the interstate. And how does God react? He demonstrates his love towards us. Whoa. All you Facebook fans out there. Whoa. God loved us that much. And since God loved us that much, we surely ought to love each other. That is, we take that same love and we love other people. That's what it means. We experience God's love. Guess what? We get to show that kind of love to other people. Man, that's pretty powerful. That is strong. But if we love each other, God lives in us. That's right. That's how, that's how the world knows if God, how do, how do I know you're a believer? God living in you. God lives in us. And his love is brought to full expression in us. And God has given us his spirit as proof that we live in him and he in us. Wow. We experience the love of God. When we accept what God has for us, what Jesus did for us on the cross, Jesus, God, Holy Spirit, lives in us. And God has given us His Spirit. It is, he lives in us. He dwells in us. And as a result of His indwelling, His love is there. And as a result of His love being there, then we get to show the whole world that same kind of love. Of love. This is what makes Christians distinctly different. As a believer in Christ, it makes us different. And, and when we're experiencing His love and when we're sharing His love, then it becomes a full expression through in and through us instead of being squelched.
See, the bottom line is we have the ability to love other people because God's love lives inside of us. What about our love for God? That's another aspect of love, our love for God and the impact of that. Take a look at this. Again, we're still in John chapter 4. We know how much God loves us. He demonstrates that love by sending His Son Jesus to die for our sins on a cross so that we could have life in, in, in the here and now, abundant life, and we could have eternal life. And we have put our trust in this love. We've trusted it. We've had faith in it. We, we believe in it. It, it, it. It's not just an intellectual presupposition. It's a, it's a life-changing decision that we make that impacts everything that we do. And as we live in God, our love grows more perfect. Let me use the word complete. Okay? Complete. This is, this is God's love for us and our love for Him. This is this mutual relationship. Because as we love God, as we put our trust in God, as we put our trust in His love, our love grows more, becomes more complete. And as we live that out, it becomes more complete. We, we, we're living the kind of life that God wants us because we actually look like Jesus. I mean, it, it is how we love God by loving other people. I don't know if you really know this, but, but, but somebody asked Jesus, what's, what's the greatest commandment? And Jesus said, love the Lord your God with all your heart, soul, mind, and strength. Love God. And then he said, hey, number two, love people. That's the number two. You didn't ask for it, but I'm going to give it to you. It's free. Love people. And so, so what's, what's happening here is that the more we, as we love God, we have expressions of trust in Him. We're trusting that, that, that who He is and what He's done for us, and we're showing that love to other people. Bam! Our love grows complete more and more every day. And we look like Jesus. Why does it get complete? Why is it, why is it we're working for this fulfillment? Here's why. So that we will not be afraid on the day of judgment. That's right. Judgment's coming. I, mean, I don't know if anybody said that. But there's judgment and it's going to take place. And we're going to stand before God. And when we face Him, we're going to look at God. We're going to look at the Almighty God. Eyeball to eyeball. I don't know what that looks like. I don't know what that means. I don't know how it's going to happen. But I believe it. And I trust it. And, 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 and here's John, who was a follower of Jesus, who walked with Jesus for three years, who was an eyewitness. Man, he got it. And that's what he's talking about. He's talking about what he learned from Jesus. And we're going to face God. And we're going to face him with confidence. Why? Because we live like Jesus. We love See, Jesus, what, what, when we see Jesus, we see lots of love in Jesus. I mean, he, he demonstrates love by dying, willfully dying on a cross so that we could have eternal life, so we could have life in here and now. He sacrificed himself, not just physically, but he sacrificed even desires within him. He sacrificed his place in heaven to come here on earth. He made so many sacrifices for us. And when we live like that, we, we look like Jesus here in this world. And such love has no fear when we're living that love out. We're not afraid of standing before God because perfect love 
expels all fear. If we're afraid, if we're afraid of standing before God, it's for fear of punishment. Man, I can't stand before God. God's going to, you know, what am I going to say? What am I going to do? And this shows that we've not fully experienced His perfect love. We haven't experienced it. We haven't lived it out. Oh, maybe you said, I received what God did, but, but we're not loving people the way Jesus loved people. Oh, that's part of the equation? Absolutely. I mean, when you put that on your list, that's what you're going to get. And you're going to get an enduring fulfillment. Remember, that's what we're talking about here. Something that lasts forever. Not for six months, not for 12 months, not for a lifetime, but forever. So let's go back to our love for others. We love each other because he first loved us. As a believer, we have the ability to love each other. If someone says, I love God but hates a fellow believer, that person is a liar. For if we don't love people, we can see how can we love God whom we can't see. There's something we need to know. It's what Jesus said. Jesus said, by this, the world will know you are my disciples if you have love one for another. If you love each other, if you love each other the way I loved you, the world's going to know that you're a follower of Jesus. And, and he's, John is saying, listen, because I witnessed to Jesus, hung out with Jesus, John's going, hey, man, when you experience the love of God, it changes you. And because his spirit's living in you, you have the ability to love people who you see. But if you don't, then how are you experiencing God's love if you don't love other people? And he's given us this command. Those who love God must also love their fellow believers. Going back to John's just kind of requoting what Jesus said when he hung out with him. Man. So let me ask you this question. Beyond God sending his son Jesus to die for us, What other ways does God show us his love? I think that's a great question. Right? God's love is patient. Kind. God's love is not jealous. It's not boastful or proud or rude. God's love does not demand its own way. God's love is not irritable. God's love keeps no record of being wronged. God's love does not rejoice about injustice, but rejoices whenever the truth wins out. God's love never gives up. God's love never loses faith. God's love is always hopeful. God's love endures through every circumstance. Three things are going to last forever, faith, hope, and love, and the greatest of these 
love. Why do I say that? Because if that's God's love, then guess what? If I've been a recipient of God's love in my life, then I have the ability to be that person that I'm wishing for on my wish list. I'm able to be the world that is patient with each other and kind with each other and not jealous and not demanding my own way and not irritable and not keeping a record of a wrong, never giving up. You see, this is the kind of love that should be on our wish list for Christmas. This is the kind of love that God ushered in through his son Jesus to transform this world through you and I in everything that we do. So what? So what? What is it that we've been talking about for the last 25 minutes or so? So what? What's the big so what? God loves us. That's the so what. God loves us and proved it by sending his only son Jesus. So what? What's that all about? His love lives in us. That's the so what of this whole message. If, you, if you've been uh, stepping out a little bit or you've been going and gotten some coffee or whatever you've done and you're coming back, this is what this whole bowl this message down to two ideas. One, God loves us. Two, that love lives inside of us who are believers. Now what? What are we supposed to do? See, this is the whole deal. Just because I know it, it doesn't do me any good. Just because I'm aware of it, doesn't do me any good. I got to do something with it. So now what? Now what? This is the next step. Believe and accept God's love for you. Maybe that's where you're at. God demonstrates his own love towards you by sending his son Jesus to die for you so that you could have eternal life. Remember John 3.16, For God so loved the world that he gave his one and only begotten son that whosoever believes in him should not perish but have everlasting life. Maybe you need to believe that. And maybe today is the day and maybe now is the moment that you're going to cross the line of faith and believe in Jesus. Now what? Go. Maybe you've already done that. Maybe you've done this up here. What's our now what? Go and let God's love that lives in you go. Let it out. Let that love out to the whole world. Let it out so everybody can see it. Let God's love out. Let it out. Remember that Jesus said, by this the world will know you're my disciples when you have love one for another. So what? Maybe this is your next step. Here's what I like to do. I'd like for us to pray right now. I'd like for us to pray. If this is you right now, that, that you're ready to believe and accept God, you're ready to, to, to take that step of faith. Would you join me in a prayer that goes something like this? Dear God, say it right after me. Thank you for your love. 
Thank you that you proved your love by sending Jesus to die for me. To die for my sins. Because I admit that I am a sinner. And I need Jesus. And I ask that you would help me to believe. That you would help me to, 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 to take your love and receive that into my life. What Jesus did for me. So that I could have life in the here and now. Your life, your love, in the here and now and forever. Father, thank you for you have saved me and given me life in the name of Jesus. Amen. Hey, if you prayed that prayer, if you prayed that prayer, I invite you to, to go to our website. If you'll go all the way down to the bottom, uh, you'll see uh, a email link, an email link there at the bottom. Simply grab that link and uh, send us a note. We'd love to, to pray for you and come along beside you and encourage you. Also, if you're a believer, I hope that you prayed a prayer that, would, that you are praying that God's love pours out of you in a mighty way. So that what you've experienced, all the people around you can experience. Guys, thank you for being with us today. Hope and pray that we'll all take next steps in our journey with Jesus. And this Christmas season, we will experience His love in our lives. You guys have a great week. Thank you. Hey, thank you again for being with us today. And, and we want to encourage you, if you uh, have gotten anything out of this message or any of our other messages, do us a favor and share it with your friends. Uh, you can also like us, and you can follow us on our YouTube channel, uh, but, but, but like us and follow us, and, and let us know that you're out there, um, because it, it, that's so important and so crucial, because you can share this. As you share it, there's other people just like you who want to hear messages just like these that can bring about life-changing experience for them. Hey, and by the way, if you, if you have been, if you benefited from any this message or any other message, we encourage you to give. Why? Because you can actually kind of pay it forward. Give because somebody else gave to make this happen. And when you give, you are enabling ministries like this online ministry to take place as well as other ministries throughout Next Level Church that's touching other people's lives, people just like you. Now, as we leave, as we head out, I want to encourage you with this final word. We know how much God loves us. And we have put our trust in His love. God is love, and all who live in love live in God, and God lives in you and me. May you today continue to live out the love that you've experienced in God through Jesus. Have a great week. Thank you.